Hey everybody, welcome to Campus Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew, and now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike No. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Campus Comics Cast uh, coming to you from inside Campus Comics on Main Street in Carbondale, Illinois. I'm uh, Mike No, owner-operator here at Campus Comics and joining me tonight are Scott Reed and Dan Brown. And before we get started, I'd like to thank Scott and Dan and Matt. You know, it's the first time I've been with you for a while on the podcast and missed doing it, but these guys kept it going and it's greatly appreciated. So, uh, just uh, with that said, we just be looking this time around at the previews. This is the June 2019 previews for a product beginning to ship in August of 2019. So as always, if there's anything that tickles your fancy or your ears or any other part that you'd like to check out, just uh, give us a call. Stop into the store, obviously, or message us on Facebook. Um, the deadline for this catalog is June 27th, so you still got some time. Hopefully, by the time is up, is to give us a call if there's anything you're interested in. So, anything else before we get started? I think we're good. Think All right, it. so we're doing DC, Marvel, Big Book, like that's usual. Like usual, that All hasn't right. changed. Very good. I'm I'm rusty. <laughs> get me caught up. Right. It, it, radical changes in format here. So page page one, Batman Who Laughs, issue number seven. Uh, final issue of this series, oh, which yeah? is apparently going to lead straight into flipping pages on page two into a new Batman Superman series uh, written by Joshua Williamson, who's doing The Flash, right? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, kind of interesting. So we got a new team up book between for the Dark Knight and the Cape Crusader. Yeah, just back to Batman Who Laughs real quick. I just want to point out it's listed as the Batman Who Laughs Returns for a surprise seventh issue finale, a.k.a. this sold well enough that it went from six issues to seven. <laughs> right. So, and yeah. again, I'm hoping that that's actually story-wise and not just an extra issue yeah, to lead on to this there. new Batman Superman, which is so right, many right. DC events yeah. Yeah, anymore. Sure. And so then after that, on pages four and mm -hmm. five, we've got this month's Year of the Villain variants. Mm -hmm. Got 21 uh, crossover books for Year of the Villain this oh boy. in August. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a nice listing if you want to either pick all those up or okay. maybe not pick, pick all those up. Yeah. Yeah, pick up your favorites. I think it's kind of silly. They have their advertising this with the battle damaged cover. So, yeah. <clears throat> so what that is, is it's not what Matt Martin thinks is going to happen where all of these car stock ones are going to be damaged. No, <laughs> yeah. it's the fact that uh, the logos on all of the books are torn up that's you know is basically what it is right. yeah so that's how you can know that their year of the villain dark gifts uh, crossover books is look for the battle damaged cover okay. so at least yeah. it's not you know when like, i saw it described like that online i think it was I'm like oh and i'm looking at the cover like well this cover yeah. looks fine like yeah. what's wrong with the cover <laughs> right it's like oh it's a logo okay yeah it's yeah, it's not that big of a deal so no, i feel like they were really reaching trying to come up with a name for that right. mm -hmm. yeah Page six, Page. Batman versus Ra's al Ghul, written by Neil Adams, art by Neil Adams. Why? Uh, yeah, I don't know what I think Let's, about that. I mean, I think we talked about this when we were, mm -hmm. last time we were talking about Detective 1000. It's just like, 
just get over your egos or whatever beef you have from 50 years ago. <laughs> Give me Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams yeah. working together again. Yeah, That's right. what I want. I want a good story with good art. Yeah, because didn't Adams write and draw that year of the Superman? Year of Superman two from a couple years it ago. It was. He did that. It wasn't. It wasn't called no, that. I don't yeah, think. But yeah, yeah, it's a Superman thing. It was basically New Krypton, yeah. which Johns had just done like a few years before. Okay, right. And yeah, and like nobody cared. And he wrote the insane Batman Odyssey. Oh, that's too. right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. I was it's like about. so. This is the guy you're going to let write Batman again on his yeah. own. <laughs> yeah, and neither one of those impressed me much. I yeah, mean, I didn't finish either one, so that tells you how I felt about him. So yeah. So then the page after mm-hmm. DC's getting in the facsimile game Ugh. with Batman two thirty two, again tying in with this racial miniseries uh, it's the first, first appearance of Rachel Ghoul. Mm-hmm. uh four dollars cheaper than you know i got it for i'll tell you that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but it's still a facsimile edition reprint so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Eh. is it gonna eh. be ads letters columns everything just like the I, other I would assume thing. if it's yeah. saying facsimile yeah. gotcha. if they're doing the same you thing know. marvel's doing we'll assume they're gonna do the same thing marvel's doing apparently right. dc and marvel are copying each other ah. constantly now and okay. there'll be some things when we go to marvel We'll see so some Me Too type moments from Marvel. Um, gotcha. So this is a Me Too moment for uh, DC, where there and there's another facsimile book. Yeah, in this on. catalog, oh, okay. in this catalog as well. So yeah. Uh, on page nine, we've got a new Wildcats number one by Warren Ellis. I assume this is spinning out of what he was doing with the Wildstorm book. Probably. Again, I wasn't keeping up with that, but I would assume that you know it mm-hmm. looks like the same kind of character designs as that. 10, 10 and 11, speaking of Year of the Villain, there's a couple of, uh, I guess, one-shot books. Uh, one for Black Mask, which I guess they're, you know, promoting for the Birds of Prey movie, right? Yeah. And then a Sinestro, Year of the Villain. Uh, it didn't say that it's a one-shot, but I'm assuming it's a one-shot. Yeah, it just says, no, I can't imagine these are ongoing. Yeah. No, it just says no, number one, and it doesn't say of four or no, something yeah, like yeah. that. So I assume they're one-shots. Yeah, so just part of the year. Of the and building. again, there might be some cool stories in there if they're doing several of these. So that gets you up to 23 books uh, for those who are yeah. counting for Year of the Villain uh, in this month. <laughs> After that, we've got this month's uh, DC Zoom offerings, a new Black Canary book, and then a second Super Sons. And I saw an interview on the DC Universe app talking to Ridley Pearson where apparently he's already written like three of these. So there's some more coming if you like that. 14 and 15 have Superman Year One Issue 2. It's uh, odd to me to see this solicited so quickly, which I wonder if they're going to actually stay on track for this one. So I'm hoping that the <laughs> <No>. solicit. <laughs> I'm hoping that the solicit uh, means that that's going to be on time. Um, also, I'm not super impressed with that uh, Frank Miller cover uh, for issue number two. Um, I don't know. It just looks kind of wrong, but uh, hmm. what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking so. of, yeah, facsimile editions, uh, House oh, of Secrets, House Secrets 92, uh, which I, I guess this is a book maybe that's, if you're going to do one, this is a good book to do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this book has gotten real, really expensive uh, here lately with the uh, with the death of the two you know creators for Swamp Thing. So if you need a, a copy of the first appearance of Swamp Thing, here you go. House of Secrets, 92 facsimile. And if you're getting into the Swamp Thing show on DC Universe, maybe, yeah, you know, maybe, check that yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after that, we've got Titans Burning Rage number one. And so this is uh, the Titans Walmart book oh, that okay. we're getting now for comic shops. So it's Dan Jurgens writing that. Uh, I don't have anything for a while. I guess we probably at some point in the near future are going to have to talk about Batman uh, issues listed uh, 76 and 77 yeah. on pages 22 and 23. Uh, if you have not heard, Tom King is leaving Batman. Um, so we'll have to dig into that uh, story a little bit. And, and uh, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll have a discussion in the near future about yeah. what's going on there. 
Uh, my next thing's not till 44. Uh, so. When's mine? Mine is on 27. Uh, Catwoman number 14, and we've got a really nice art germ cardstock oh, yeah. variant in this, where it's sort of a Batman animated series style Catwoman, mm-hmm. and I believe he said this is the last one he's doing for Catwoman okay. right now. Okay. So I'm definitely picking this one up. If you like Catwoman or you're a fan of art germ style, I mm-hmm. think you should pick it up too because it's a really nice, right. unique kind of cover they're doing. And and speaking of that, on the out on the shelf this week as we're recording this was a really nice. Uh, Art germ black cat variant, black cat number one. Art germ may nice not variant it back. may not be on the shelf anymore. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we, we have a but check it out. Here, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice one. Yeah. On uh, page thirty-two, we've got Detective Comics, and you know we're still two a month for that right now, and it looks like we're going to start getting some Brian Hitch variants for that, and so I've. Uh, Follow him online. He's posting like some pencil versions oh, okay. of these, and they look really nice. nice so. Maybe not any more Mark Brooks, but I'll probably be picking those up now. Gotcha. Uh, page 44, uh, Justice League 29. I don't know. Anytime I see Starro and Justice League, mm-hmm. I feel like i got to talk about it. So, hey, right. if you like Starro versus the Justice League, 29, we've got uh, Scott Snyder writing that. Yeah, I don't know what the point was, like, post-crisis where Starro wasn't the first villain anymore that the Justice League faced. Like, it was the Apalexians, or however you say it, the huh. aliens. I, I never understood that change in the story. Like, what do you gain by right. that? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it, it Was Starro too goofy all of a sudden or yeah. something? That's <laughs> when, and, like, these crazy aliens aren't? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Know. Right after yeah. that, though, on 46, we've got Justice League Dark, and we've got a really nice Clayton Crane Man-Bat variant, which is oh, really nice. cool yeah. looking. Stuff's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's doing a lot of variants right now. Yeah. Uh, on 52, we've got Pearl number 12, and this is listed as the final issue oh. of the Brian Bendis, Michael oh, Gatos okay. uh, book. So I don't know if they're going to do another volume of this or if this is it for Pearl. We'll see. They'll probably, when they come up with another story, they'll probably just yeah. do, a, do a new number one, I'm sure. And so then on 54, we've got Scooby Doo, Where Are You? Number 100. 100 yep. So just kind of make a note that that book's lasted for, you know, quite a while for a kid's <laughs> yeah. book. Uh, it's kind of a fun cover there where there's like some kind of spooky eyes floating behind them <laughs> making the 100 on the cover. So that's kind of a fun thing there. My next thing's not on page 69, so. Uh, go ahead then, I Okay, think. so page 69, uh, Batman Volume 10, Nightmares. Um, so if you're like me, re- you know, like to read some things in trade, then here's your chance to pick that one up. Uh Kind of different because this Nightmares uh, story arc is basically Batman dreaming. He's having dreams that deal with all the villains and sidekicks that he has. So it's it's a little bit different. Um, I don't really know what I think about it. But I tell you, I tell yeah. you, I really liked it. It's yeah. getting some bad press. It's getting mm-hmm. some critics not really digging it. But I really enjoyed it. I as I was reading it, I was kind of hoping this will be a regular thing in Batman. Yeah. Like what James Robinson did with Starman, where they're doing like the Knights Past stories, where every now and then it's like just a one-off issue that deals with something else. But we got like what five or six issues in a row that were like that. We I, did. That's well, what, that's, that's, why that's called thing. that's called trade. Yeah, that's what yeah. that is. Yeah. If you can you can argue at the company, mm-hmm. then if you have a problem with that, because <laughs> you know that's just for writing for trade. It, it'd be nice to maybe see these as one shots yeah. periodically through, as opposed to here we've had you know you basically for, yeah three, three months, months. Yeah, of yeah. nothing but dream sequences right. in Batman. So I would have liked to have seen that spread out a little bit more. But no, I liked all the stories. I just would have yeah. liked to seen it, you know, presented a little oh, bit differently. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, right under that, we've got Batman: The Cape Crusader, Volume Three, and this is printing, reprinting some of the early '90s stories. And there's some 
good stuff in here, including the Dark Knight Dark City story, which was the really messed up story I read when I was like oh, 10, yeah. where Batman slits a baby's throat, spoilers, and oh. it's the first mention of uh, the Demon Barbados from Dark Knight's Metal, and so I really thought oh. those issues would shoot up, but they don't seem to have huh. since then, so, but again, there's some good stories in there. My next thing I 79. So. Oh, on 75, we've got the Crisis on Infinite Earths 35th Anniversary Deluxe Edition. There we go. So it looks like we have some of these hardcovers that they've already solicited to be in that the box, box set, set later in the right. year. Mm-hmm. So if you just want those. Uh, on 76, we've got the Final Crisis Omnibus coming out. Uh, there's some good stories in there. I don't know. Is there a demand for a Final Crisis Omnibus? Mm. I don't know. I don't if, know. You haven't, if you haven't read it before, I would recommend it, but... You know, it's a pretty big price tag for that. So, 78 and 79, you have the Heroes uh, in Crisis, uh, basically collected editions. One that's got the sub-stories and then the main uh, Tom King story. Something I forgot to mention on the, the last Batman volume is that uh, that Batman volume includes issues 61 through 63, skips 64 and 65, right. oh. and then gives you 66 through 69, which I hate it when they do that. Even if it's a crossover, still put the issues in the collected no, I editions. Yeah. I just, you know, it just it irritates me. Just like if you're putting them on the shelf, it's like, okay, now I got to put this book in here, and <laughs> right. like, you know, it's I got to put it inside this book, <laughs> yeah, or at least be somewhat sequential. Right. I know it's a separate story, yeah. but yeah. but it's kind of this kind of bugs me a little bit. So if you want issues 64 and 65, right. they're in the flat our Heroes in Crisis, the Price and Other Tales hardcover. And then, of course, the full nine-issue series by Tom King, Heroes in Crisis, which uh, Matt Martin has convinced me that I'm going to read this. I haven't read anything past the first issue, but I am going to um, get that in trade and, and sit down and read it at some point. So um, and that's that's all I have for DC. Okay, so. well, after that, on page 81, we've got a collection of uh, The Joker, His Greatest Jokes. Uh, it looks like it's a lot of different stories from throughout the last 79 years of the Joker. I'm not sure why this isn't coming out next year when it will be the character's 80th anniversary. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine we don't get something like that. Um, on the next page, on 82, we've got Scooby-Doo's Greatest Adventures trade paperback. And so there's this is collecting a lot of different uh, Scooby-Doo, co- like I'm assuming just one-shot stories and things, but from the main Scooby-Doo title, Scooby-Doo Team-Up, which has been really good, and then the Scooby-Doo Where Are You, which is just getting to 100. Uh, then we have on 85, the Superman, the golden age omnibus volume one hardcover. Mm-hmm. So they're releasing this again. Uh, if you missed out before, pick it up. It's really good. These, uh, the first few adventures of Superman. Yeah, it's old. It's from the golden age. It's from the thirties, but there's some really good, strong stories in here. These are really worth reading just for the, like, there's the historical aspect of it, but they're still good stories. Yeah. Like you can see why this character caught on when he mm-hmm. did. Don't dismiss it just cause it's old. <laughs> And kind of going into more of the statues of merchandise, we've got a new uh, DC designer series, uh, Batman by Raphael Grandpa. I assume it's Grandpa, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> what, that's, what, I, that's what I say. Yeah. Uh, sorry if I'm wrong about that, but it's just, you know, really detailed like his art. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Real kind of wrinkly suit and stuff. It, it's funny. I, I was looking at this in the digital edition of the DC previews, mm-hmm. and because the it says here the final product may differ from the image shown, this picture was completely pixelated in uh, in the in the digital one, so uh, you can kind of sort of see. Hopefully, it doesn't look pixelated when it yeah. comes out. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is obviously <laughs> clear yeah. here, so right. it's weird that the print version would be fine and the digital right. version would weird. be pixelated. Uh, so, so yeah. after that, we've got a start of a villains multi-part statue with Catwoman being the first one. So it looks like this will be a companion piece to the, to the Batman, Batman family, family one that they did. Thing, yeah. 
where it's a Catwoman on part of a rooftop with a big diamond. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll see more of those. Uh, after that, we've got some new DC Essentials figures. Uh, we've got Hal Jordan, Sinestro. They're listing it as Nightfall Batman, mm-hmm. but it's just sort of a classic blue and gray capsule belt mm-hmm. Batman. And then Nightfall Catwoman, which is like the 90s sort of Jim Ballon outfit. And there, and then we've got a new Batman black and white statue this month, and it's uh, based on the art of Gene Colan. Oh. So, um, like, it looks good, but, like, his art is so rough. It's right. hard for me to see that in three dimensions like uh, that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not how I would picture a Gene Colan yeah, drawn Batman. exactly. Looking, but it's yeah. like, but what does that look like? In well-defined yeah. three dimensions, yeah. you know what I mean. It's kind of it's kind of tough to do that sometimes. I mean, they did really well with the uh, Magnolia Batman, you know, but they did yeah. a lot of that with paint because yeah, exactly, like heavy, shading oh, and yeah. stuff, heavy blocky shadows. So yeah, stuff, you'd almost so. see like the scratchy lines yeah. on it or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. You know, it's weird. It's, it's too really it's okay. too well-defined. Yeah, to yeah. Exactly. Yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So I don't know. It's kind of tricky to pull that off sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but it is what it is. Yep, Marvel. So Marvel book. All right, well, page one. Uh, so apparently Marvel is serious about uh, Absolute Carnage yeah, uh, this month because <laughs> they've got the first, uh, what, five pages yeah, is, is preview. preview art uh, and preview story for Absolute Carnage. And then you've got the two pages, or actually four pages of uh, solicits for issue one and two. So it's going to it's gonna double ship this, uh, this four-issue uh, series. Uh, there are some, okay, story by Donnie Cates. Uh, variants from Art Jern, Ron Lim, several others as well. So it's going to be, you're going to see a lot of carnage for the next, uh, I guess, August, September. Yeah. I'm not keeping up with any of this. Right. But this is this is carnage right on the mm-hmm. cover. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking he's taking over Bullseye or something with that spiral <laughs> on his head. You know what I mean? It looks uh, yeah, like the target yeah. that Bullseye has. I don't mm-hmm. know why someone said, well, hey, let's not do that because it looks like our other character. But... So and apparently this is going back to Null, which is uh, came from the Venom uh, story arc. So like the first symbiote or, or something along that line. Gotcha. So um, yeah. on uh, page 10, I guess, we've got Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the many hosts of Carnage trade. And so this reprints the first appearance of Carnage, an amazing Spider-Man. So again, cheaper way to get that story if you want to read that. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't put the first uh, Cletus Cassidy appearance in oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they should have put weird. like a 344. Yeah, and, and then I thought about that. Yeah, and then 360 is yeah. his cameo, right. and then 362 and 363 is part of the first Carnage story. Yeah, they really should have put those issues right. in there. I, but they don't give you complete stories in, in trades. Right. It's just kind of yeah. dumb. So yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> just another thing Marvel's copying off DC apparently. Yeah. And, and yeah, <laughs> what being dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and then if that's not enough carnage for you, issues eleven through seventeen give you all of the what the one shot, no, the crossover books and the one shots for absolute carnage. And then you can find out on page seventeen all your books are going to be interrupted for mm-hmm. August, September, mm-hmm. and October uh, by absolute carnage. So yeah, lots and lots of carnage in this catalog. So um, yeah, eighteen to twenty one. Uh, getting the second uh, uh, solicits for the second issues for House of X and uh, Powers of X, Jonathan Hickman. So. Seems like a lot of people are looking forward to that. We've had yeah. people in uh-huh. the store kind of talking about it already, and you yeah. know it's not out yet. Okay, so page 24, 25. Uh, uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so we're getting Marvel Comics uh, number 1000. Someone explain this new math to me. Because it, there was it, there was one issue mm-hmm. of Marvel Comics yes. back in the day. Yeah. Well, then it became Marvel Mystery Comics, if I remember right. 
and then and then there was uh, there was actually an issue of Marvel Comics before Marvel Comics number one, which mm-hmm. was released just into like theaters as a promotional. Mm-hmm. So like. But still, there's not a Either thousand right, issues. There's not a thousand, not a thousand issues. issues. I think it might have went like 15 or so issues. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I DC's doing a thousand issues, so it must be Marvel has to do a thousand DC issues too. Came, DC released a thousand <laughs> issues. I saw on Marvel's YouTube channel, I can't remember who it was, like C.B. Sibolsky or someone talking about this, saying that this was when it would be if mm-hmm. a thousand issues of Marvel Comics had come out. Yeah. Guess what? No, it's no, not. not. That's yeah. 80 no. years. 80 yeah. years is not a thousand <laughs> issues. Nope. We're getting it from DC mm-hmm. due to their sh- publishing shenanigans they were uh-huh. doing where Action Comics was weekly for a while. Mm-hmm. Detective has been bi-weekly weekly. since mm-hmm. the rebirth. Yeah. So that this be does 960 not, issues is what actually would yeah, be. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way you get to a thousand issues already. And, right. and then we have, yeah, that variant cover that okay, we, so we need to talk about. Do we need to talk about this? You go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'll let you talk about so it. So there's this sort of uh, collage variant. Mm-hmm. The collage by Mr. Garson. Garson. Okay, yeah. well, Mr. Garson apparently was just using Google. Yes. Because uh, he did not use Marvel artwork because, well, actually, if you have the catalog and you're playing along at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lower right corner on, on the, the seam. On the centerfold yes. there. Mm-hmm. We have a... A gay couple of two men embracing and kissing. Okay. This is from Earth 2, a mm-hmm. DC book. That's that Alan Scott. Scott. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. That's amazing. And Nicholas Scott even said online, am mm-hmm. I getting a paycheck for this, Marvel? <laughs> yeah. So, so it's oh, out there. It's leaked. Uh, they said they will change it, but apparently they didn't change it before the catalog went to wow. print. Nope. Yeah. So... Yeah. So oh, another way that Marvel's copying DC. DC. Yeah. So yeah. Straight so mm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, not only having said that, though, there is some little preview art here in this issue where I'm like, okay, this might be good. There could be some fun stories in here, yeah. but it's just the concept is pretty out of whack right now. Yeah. I and d- this is really just them wanting to compete and say, hey, we got a thousand issues too. too yeah. Because like what? What is the closest book? Spider Man. <laughs> I would think. have to be Probably. have to be right. Spider Man because Spider Man's over. Well, Fantastic Four. Hell no, they stopped. They stopped before they because they yeah. stopped so many times. Spider Man's over eight hundred. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's, I don't know how far I don't know how far Amazing actually is. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. They have the legacy numbers on the current issues. I don't know if they do or not. No. Yeah, but it's too small and I can't see it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's right. right it's right behind you, like. Eight twenty-three is that one. Okay, so yeah, that's probably the newest or the one right after. Okay, so yeah, so they're in the eight twenties. Yeah, so yeah, that's the closest. Nothing, nothing gets to a thousand at Marvel. No, well, they had the Deadpool one (laughs) thousand. So after that, on page thirty, we've got Fantastic Four Yancey Street number one. And I think this is, uh, they're going to do some like Fantastic Four one shots and things. And this is written by Jerry Dugan and it's got art by Greg Smallwood, who is doing some cover work I really like lately. So I'll probably pick that up. Uh, on page 35, we've got Marvel Monsters number one with I, what I thought was an Art Adams cover. It was like, nope, this is Nick Bradshaw. Nick Bradshaw seems to be the successor to Art Adams with the uh, textures and monsters and things. So, and I, I really like his art. And I just noted noticed Man Thing on top of Fing Fang Foom. Yeah, like I had a riding Fing Fang I had not there. seen that. He's yeah. like surfing yeah. on him. And I don't know the names. Of, I I recognize some of these monsters, but I don't know all their names. No, you I, know, but these these are some Marvel monsters that do exist. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Previously. it's Devil Dinosaur is the one behind Man yeah, Thing, right? Yeah. And isn't so, that the original Groot over in I the think middle so, left? But like the guy to the right of Devil Dinosaur, but the yellow eyes i recognize yeah, that guy, I, but I can't think of what it, who his he name is. is and the guy with the purple shorts next to fin fang foom mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't recognize him either well, let's I see thought, i thought they were killing that whole monster 
thing. Uh, Monsters Unleashed, maybe that's what Well, this is just a one-shot. Probably for their 80th, you know, yes. that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Or they need to retain some copyrights, so yeah. they got to put these guys in print someplace. Gotcha. So, uh, 38. Yeah, my next thing's not till 59. Okay, so. 38, we've got Major X, and how can you make it more 90s? With a zero issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it reprints a Wolverine story in it. For some reason, I don't know what that's got to do with Major X. Well, I think they're, if I read it correctly, they're they're bringing Major X into that story. He's the one that was sent to kill Wolverine, I guess, because there was a bounty on Logan's head. So this was the guy who would, was given the bounty. So they're kind of retconning him into that story. So it was the guy they never probably showed clearly before I guess so, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess if you have Wolverine 154 and 155, now those will be the first appearance of no. Major X. <laughs> uh, hot, hot bun. There you go. For everybody. There you go. Yeah, right, right there. Here first. I'm checking the back issues here before I leave. <laughs> right. so you'll, be, you'll be checking the dollar boxes. That's there. right. That's right. Well, the price is just going to be Oh, I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> So 41, we've got Savage Avengers number four, and apparently we've got some teamwork here where Punisher's using a sword now, and uh, Conan's using some automatic rifles. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Bringing the worlds together. I know that I just don't care for that concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that you, it's probably a pretty loose kind of thing, yeah. you know what I mean? They're probably just having some fun. Uh, we've got Thor 16 with a classified cover. Yeah, great. And so I guess this is post-War of the Realms, and they are saying this is the start of Jason Aaron's final Thor story. Okay, well, I'm I'm, I'm actually glad to see Jason Aaron leaving, because the last trade I read, I haven't read War of the Realms yet, the last Thor trade, I was super disappointed in. Really? Yes, because, I, I don't know, I, I won't go, in, go into it, but uh, I think they need some new blood on Thor, so I, I think well, that's going to be Well, how many years has he been doing it now? He's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, it's been so. a while. He's got a pretty significant run on there now yeah. uh on 46 we've got immortal hulk director's cut one and two of six mm-hmm. so i assume that means they're going to do the first six issues like this mm-hmm. and that's cool i always like so, these uh, director cuts yeah i wish they come up with a different name for them well but, uh, well i guess what would you want it to be writer's cut maybe creators, okay. All right. creators, creators, cut. Uh, creators okay. edition something yeah okay it's, they're not movies i will accept that <laughs> <laughs> uh on 56 keep going is uh they're calling it Amazing Spider-Man Venom 3D number one. Oh yeah. So this is a reprint of Amazing Spider-Man 300, but it's mm-hmm. all 3D now. Yeah. So if you want to see a 3D version of that, you can pick that up. And it's polybagged because probably got some glasses with it. Hopefully, be some cool glasses in there. Page 59, uh, final issue of Spider-Man Life Story. Uh, I've heard good things about this. Haven't read yeah. a single issue of it yet. I've read the first couple. It's really good. Yeah, it's I, worth I'm checking out. That might, you know, this might, when this is done, that might be something we talk about. Okay. On here. All right. Well, I would that be, might be a good book we can all go I, over. I, I would. I would be in for that. Uh, my next thing is 60, for a little bit. Okay, so page sixty-three. I mentioned, you know, uh, here's another of uh, Marvel's Me Too moments. Uh, page sixty-three. We have Acts of Evil. Well, since DC has Year of the Villain, uh, <laughs> Marvel is bringing back their. I guess was it Acts of Vengeance? I think it was Acts of Vengeance. Okay, right? the but, old crossover. Yes, but they're having the villains, the villain swapping mm-hmm. going on. So, uh, so they have this uh, laid out for July, August, and September. 
um, in various annuals. So it's going to be an, a crossover in the annuals. So Ms. Marvel versus Super Scroll, Punisher versus the Brood Queen. I'm, that actually intrigues me. I will admit that could be cool. Uh, that could I feel like totally aliens on that one? Oh, it better be. Uh, yeah. Venom, Venom versus Lady Hellbender, Deadpool versus Nightmare, She-Hulk versus Bullseye. Bullseye doesn't stand a chance. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Spider versus Arcade, Moon Knight versus Kang, and Wolverine versus Morgan Le Fay. So all and there's a couple of them. Uh, She-Hulk Annual 1 and Deadpool Annual 1 are solicited this month. On 70, we've got Captain Marvel number 9. I just want to point out real quick, uh, it looks like Mark Brooks is going to be the new cover artist on that, and so I think this is his first issue doing that, and he posted it online the other day. It looks pretty cool. It's sort of a sort of modern Carol, and then sort of a more standard Ooh. Cree-looking version in the reflection in the water at her feet. Sort I of had cool not noticed cover. that, yeah. I don't, know what that, yeah, I don't know what that means for the story, but it looks cool. That almost has to be Minerva. That has to be Dr. Minerva. Oh, Does you it say so? that she's in it? With everyone no. I, I, I'm going to bet that's going to be in uh, Dr. Minerva. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm probably wrong. On <laughs> 76, we've got uh, Fantastic Four number 13. And it's listed as The Thing versus The Immortal Hulk, Last Man Standing. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we're getting a new... Hulk thing fight. Well, didn't they? Didn't that that fight start last month? So didn't didn't it start in issue twelve? I think it did because we got the the issue or the cover yeah. with things on one knee. Right. And yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's so a two be wrapping ah, up a two issue fight. So it's going to yeah. be an extended slugfest there. Uh, I don't have anything to one thirty one. So. I've got what? Let's see. Oh, on page ninety, we've got another facsimile edition. <sighs> But this is X Factor number eighty-seven, which I bought this when it came out, and this is a really good book. Just sort of a nice one-issue story by Peter David, and when uh, Joe Quesada was on the book, and uh, Joe Quesada drew this, and that's why he never drew Batman <laughs> because DC called him to draw Batman, and it was the day after he signed the contract to do X Factor, oh, wow. so he never. That's why in issue five hundred, it ends with Jim Aparo goes into Mike Manley because it was supposed to be Quesada. Uh-huh. And they weren't able to get him in time. The thing about this issue is, I'm pretty sure you can find this issue in dollar bins for sure. Yeah, so and I don't it, know but why it's, a, it's a good story though, too. Yeah, if, you can't, if this is the only way you can get it for some reason. Yeah, but again, it's it's worth checking out. Okay. On uh, 93, we've got Conan the Barbarian Exodus number one, and this is written and drawn by Izad Ribic, who's been doing the covers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also don't see a regular Conan the Barbarian issue this oh, month, so yeah. I don't know if this is taking the place of the regular title. While this is going on, but they're interrupting that 12-issue storyline now, if that's what they're doing. Wow, okay. So I don't know if they need some lead time on that, maybe, or something. But, uh, Hmm. yeah, it's a a one-shot, so it would just be that month, I guess. But that's, you know, we've got the Age of Conan Valeria uh, miniseries starting up, and I think we got some busts of her in the store, don't we, that we've had? Yeah. And then there's Savage Sword, and then that's it for Conan, Hmm. so... I don't know if they're doing a skip month with the regular title then, maybe, or what. Well, they almost have to be if they're uh, not soliciting one. Yeah. So. so, later in the catalog, they don't publish page numbers, so I don't know what page it's on necessarily. But we've got the Marvel Select uh, Carnage action figure coming out, and I think, I'm not sure if this is new or if this has been out before, maybe. But again, I'm sure it's time to coincide with all the Absolute Carnage stuff. Yeah, that's one of, page 107 is, is what it page okay. is. Yeah. So... And then now, I guess 108 and 109, we mm-hmm. have all the decades trades now, sort of like the best stories or pivotal stories from the different decades of Marvel. Well, definitely when you look at the list for the 80s, it's definitely not the best stories. 
<laughs> well, I don't know how much of that Captain America story in there, but that's a pretty good run in there where he <laughs> becomes the captain yeah, and that kind yeah. of thing. I'm not saying so, that they're necessarily bad stories. I'm just saying right. they're not the best No, well, they already have trades of those. Yeah. So. Uh, after that, on 110, we've got Golden Age Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Omnibus, which you'd never hear too much about that character anymore, Mm-mm. so that's kind of neat they're doing that. It is. Uh, I think oh, I got I'm on 131. One I think, go ahead, because I don't All think right, mine's so, till the end. Uh, so, 131, this volume four of The Immortal Hulk is being solicited for uh, trade paperback, so if you've been uh, keeping up with that one, and also available, the first three volumes. Terrific. I've read the first trade, two trades of this. It's really, really good. If you haven't been reading it, it's another one of those that you should be picking up. At least I feel like you should be picking up. So Yeah. Well, pick it up because people pick up the single issues and we sell out every month. Yeah, so hot, hot, hot. check it out. Uh, yeah. So That's you got anything me. else for you? That's it so for me. mine's last page poster game. Uh, <laughs> five posters this Five time? posters. They show them all. And we've got that collage yep. in here. So I don't know if they'll fix that or what's going on there. It's, no, it's in there. I can see them. Michael, where's Waldo? They're in there. Well, was, oh, yep, yep. There they are. So, so, so I'm sure they'll, they'll well. fix that. or maybe <laughs> It'll be funny if they fix the cover, but don't I fix know. the poster. I'll, I'll buy that poster oh, if they don't. Oh, wow. And uh, we've got a graphic comic box, and it's tying into Absolute Carnage. So mm-hmm. the one side is like the cover to Absolute Carnage, number one. The other is an older Mark Bagley cover, mm-hmm. I think, from that first Carnage storyline. Yep. And so that's it for the Marvel catalog. Moving on to the big book. Big book. Big, uh. big book. Let's see. So, page 28, get your copy of previews. Now, with the DC, you can in, or you can just get the DC or just get the yes. Marvel. You don't have to get okay. the big one to get so, the DC. Yeah. Page 11, Okay. before I, we even get into it. <laughs> we have an announcement of Gemstone will be making an Overstreet price guide to Batman. Hmm. So, it looks like a new price guide for, I assume, like Batman collectibles and things like that. Oh, but okay. I'll probably check that out. I don't think it's in the catalog yet. But, you know, maybe the next couple months or so it'll be out in there. But something different to check out. Uh, Let's see, page 37, an image. Yep. We've got Spawn 300. Yep. So we've been talking about it for a while now. Here Mm -hmm. it is. And they did homage Amazing 300. It's like we kind of guessed that they would. Now, they are saying that this is now the longest-running indie. It's tied for the longest running indie title because Cerebus went 300 yeah. issues as so well. So next month it will be next month it will be the longest running indie title. So they're they're jumping the gun a month on that. So and uh, if you're liking Batman Last Night on Earth, we've got Snyder and Capullo on this book. Mm-hmm. So and I know uh, Capullo was supposed to be taking a break from DC to do this, and I don't think they're too happy about it. If I had to guess. <laughs> so, but again, who knows how much that'll actually amount to in the book? But that's kind of where he made his name oh yeah yeah, sure. yeah yeah he followed yeah. up mcfarland yeah, yeah he worked on it for quite yeah, a while really good mm-hmm. at yeah so that's kind of why he got that gig so. uh so after that on page 38 we've got a new book coffin bound number one which looks like this kind of post-apocalyptic thing looks there's a few page preview in here looks mm-hmm. kind of interesting and then there's a what was it, page 42 there's mm-hmm. a new book pretty violent number one which is a sort of cartoony girl superhero but i think her name's gamma ray yeah. Wants to be a superhero, and why shouldn't she? She's been strong since she was a baby. The only problem is all her siblings are notorious hero-murdering criminals. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like she probably comes from a villain family but wants to be a hero. So gotcha. that could be a fun story. Yeah, not for kids, though. Yeah, probably think. not. Yeah, probably not for kids. 
Mine uh, uh, my thing's up to 63. Uh, what's mine? 73. Okay, so on page 63, we got uh, Die Issue Number 6. Uh, this, The best way I can describe this book is if you take the Saturday Morning Dungeons & Dragons cartoon and mature it up several, several notches, um, that's basically what you have. So Issue 6 starts a new story arc. So, okay. uh, so definitely, uh, the, I've, I've only read the first issue of it, really enjoyed the first issue. Again, I'm kind of a wait for the trade guy. So once I get the trade, I'll provide an update on, on that one. So on a 73, we've got Savage Dragon number 248. Uh, so this is sort of starting the build up to issue 250, which will be coming out soon. So it says it's a good jumping on point. I will say this book has gone crazy for the last couple of years, so this may not be for everybody. But again, it's another indie book that's been around for quite a while, um, and this one has been done by the same guy since number mm-hmm. one. Yep. So even Spawn can't say that. Nope. Yep. You got to give Eric Larson props for, yeah. for sticking with it. So yep. yeah. that's that's impressive. Yeah. So so on page eighty, we've got uh, some image first listed, and I just wanted to point out real quick they had Copra round one number one here, so. You can pick up a reprint of the first issue of Copper for a dollar. You will not buy the first issue of Copper for a dollar ever. Because that <laughs> book is, you know, was one he made himself and sold on Etsy. And uh, that book has skyrocketed. Wow, That's okay. a few hundred bucks you're dropping on that book now. Huh. So, if you know, and it's a weird kind of thing. If you're a fan of, like, the 80s Suicide Squad, check it out. Uh, but it's definitely a niche kind of thing. And it probably won't be for everybody, but, you know, drop a book. Check it go. out. Try you know? it out, yeah. And I believe the... I, you know, Image has reprinted all the trades now. I believe the monthly series will be coming from Image soon, too, now. So it'll be a little easier for everybody to pick up. Uh, uh, Dark, Horse. Dark Horse. Yeah, page uh, 86, you have Berserker Unbound. Uh, Jeff Lemire writing. Uh, basically, you bring Conan into the... It's not, it's not Conan, but you bring a Berserker into the uh, modern age. Like Savage uh, Avengers? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's not anything that's ever never been it, done. I hope they but, go uh, full Crocodile Dundee with it, where he doesn't know what cars are and stuff like that. <laughs> He's like, that's not a sword. <laughs> On uh, 99, we've got Tommy Gun Wizards, number one. Uh, I just noticed this because I follow uh, Declan Shalvey. I'm not sure how to say that online. And he showed this kind of cool variant cover he's doing. But it sounds like uh, it's sort of a 30s gangster story with like the Untouchables. But Al Capone is uh, dealing with magic. And so it's more like a magical gangster kind of thing. So it could be a cool story in there. Right after that, what we should have had how many months ago Mm -hmm. now? Umbrella Academy Library Edition Volume 1 Apocalypse Suite. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll be getting that in. <laughs> is that one of the oversized hardcovers, though? Is what is that? Uh, eight by twelve is what it says. Yeah. So two hundred thirty-two yeah. pages. Yeah, so that's so, oversized. Yep. Yep. Uh, so get the trays, people keep though. asking for it. Yeah. So we'll you know have that in when it comes in. And uh, one twenty-three, they've got an Umbrella Academy knit, knit hat, which I thought was kind of neat, which yeah. is sort of the Umbrella logo on there. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything till 216. So. Uh, on 149, I just want to point out we've got Usagi Ojimbo number three. I just want to point IDW. Right? IDW. IDW. Yeah. I just want to point this out because I posted a picture I drew of Usagi Ojimbo the other day, and Stan Sakai liked it. Really? And I realized I would have worked way harder on that if I knew he was going <laughs> to see it. <laughs> when did you? I missed that. When did you post it? It's on my Instagram. I follow your Instagram. I just didn't see oh, it. Oh yeah. Well, ah, I just I dumped odd. a whole bunch of Inktober stuff okay. on there the other day. So oh, this when you started it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, okay. I, I lost some followers when I did that. By <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. One fifty three in IDW. We've got Transformers eighty four number zero. 
And so I think this was a zero issue to the original Marvel series oh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of a cool thing. And it's Simon Furman who wrote a bunch of that stuff and has been writing a lot since with Transformers. Uh, on page 180 in Dynamite, we've got uh, the new Boys Omnibus number one photo cover edition. So they're doing some more. Uh, they're reprinting some uh, of the Omnibus with photos of the actors from the upcoming TV show. Okay. At so, least they're, you know. M- mashing it up with the like the original cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's I pretty do like cool. that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't picked those up before, you want to get in on it before the show starts, so you can tell everybody how it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, one ninety two, we've got Vampirella number two, and we've got a Vampirella cover by Art Germ here. Mm-hmm. It says it's mm-hmm. the first one he's done. So if you like Art Germ and you like Vampirella, check that out. Uh, oh, on page two hundred two. We've got the Elvira Mistress of the Dark Spectral Switchboard. Because I guess they can't call it a Ouija, <laughs> Ouija board. board. No, no. So, but kind of neat looking. And then uh, in Boom, we've got Once in Future number one by Kieran Gillen and Dan Mora. And I know this is something I'm getting. Uh, I thought there was something. We I think we talked about it in a previous episode. Or we might have just been talking about it here in the store. But this was a book they announced a while back. And there was something like they were, it was like 100% returnability or something like that. They're really kind of putting their money where their mouth is on this book. So it's definitely something I'm going to be checking out. So what is pulling you to this book? Why are you picking this book up? Uh, I like Dan Mora. I like the artist a lot. He's been doing a lot of good cover work lately. I want to see him do something more. Okay. Uh, I think it's the concept is just I assume it's something with King Arthur. Yeah, it's like an Arthurian kind of story, like, you know, in modern times. So, when a group of nationalists use an ancient artifact to bring a villain from Arthurian myth back from the dead to gain power, ex-monster hunter Bridget McGuire escapes her retirement home and pulls her unsuspecting grandson Duncan, a museum curator, (laughs) into a world of magic and mysticism to defeat a legendary threat. So, it sounds cool to me. And they got a couple of pages of preview art. Yeah. It looks looks good. It looks good. So, that's coming out. Got some Buffy stuff. Uh, so 216, uh, we got an original graphic novel called Bury the Lead. Lead is spelled L-E-D-E, which is apparently the name of the, of the newspaper this person works for. Now, this is written by somebody I've never heard of before, but they're a New York Times bestselling writer, uh, Gabby Dunn. Uh, this is a 128 pages, original graphic novel, 20 bucks retail price, uh, but it's basically a murder mystery. So uh, they got uh, four pages of uh, preview art on page 217. Doesn't look too bad. So something, if you're into murder mysteries, something to check out or if you are familiar with that writer. On uh, 225, we've got the art and many other mistakes of Eric Powell. <laughs> so sort of, a, sort of an art book that Boom is doing. I'm surprised this isn't through his I know. Yeah, company so right now. But Now, is this true about him? So it says, oh, okay. (laughs) So as part of the thing, it says, it was at the tender age of 18, he turned his back on a promising career in adult film cinematography and followed his heart into the unrewarding comic book industry. So I I just wonder if that's... uh, I know a friend of a friend who kind (laughs) of... Turned away from that life, so it could be. Uh, I don't. I don't know though if that's a joke with him or not. Yeah, who knows? So some I next. Some, I think some of the early uh, goon stuff, or uh, well, I forget what it was. Had some pretty humorous biographies. Okay. Under yeah. Cal, so I think I would that's imagine that's what it is. So go, keeping on with goon on page two sixty, uh, just sort of in the indie books, we've got goon number six, and we've got a pretty cool Jeff Smith variant. 
Oh. And it's like you don't see a lot of Jeff Smith. No, uh-uh. you know he doesn't do a lot of stuff. So if you're a Jeff Smith completist, you'll want to get this uh, cardstock variant cover. And that is cool. And again, I like seeing him draw it like other characters. Like I like the Shazam book he did. The yeah, that was really Beagle good. A few mm-hmm. years ago and stuff like that. It's cool seeing him do different things like that in his style. Well, my youngest son, like for school, read Bone, and then I was like, "Hey, the guy who did that did this Shazam story. Or, yeah. Do you want to read that? Sure." So he read that. So. Yeah. Uh, going into Archie on page 274, we've got uh, Archie versus Predator 2, number 2. <laughs> and we've got some pretty fun variants here. We've got uh, sort of a takeoff of the Archie number 1 from the reboot, where mm-hmm. it's Predator getting out of the car with like Archie's jacket on and strapping his laser <laughs> cannon over his shoulder. And then there's, what is it, cover D, where it's Archie in sort of a Predator outfit lifting up a disembodied Predator head with the spinal column. <laughs> So they're having some fun with that crossover. My next thing's not till 301, so... Yeah, I think I'm after that, so... Okay, so on page 301, let me flip there. Um, from um, Devil's Do, we have Squarriors Volume 1. Now, this is a reprint um, of a book. It's basically like, uh, you know, warrior mice. Squirrel? Squirrels. Or squirrels, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know where I was going. I guess I all of a sudden I went to uh, Mouse Guard. Oh, yeah. But, no, so it's it's Warrior Squirrels. Um Drawn by Ashley Witter, written by Ash Mazko, and I just, we actually interviewed him uh, for episode 20 of the podcast. Oh. So if you want some more information on this book or to know more about that writer, check out episode 20. Uh, 366 is where I'm at next. Okay, on 312, we've got Night of the Living Dead, the authorized graphic novel soft cover. And so this is a, uh, it is credited as the only fully authorized graphic novel of the 68 horror film. And this is uh, done off of the original storyboards, I guess. But what I, what I thought was really interesting here is at the bottom of the solicit, it says, Warning, an unauthorized bootleg edition of this book has been for sale on various sites. That illegal edition does not have the Steve Bissett cover. Make sure you buy this authorized edition, which Image 10 hmm. and the original cast share in the profits. Huh. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That is interesting. So... There's a bootleg out there, but don't buy that, guys. Do the right thing. There you go. Get the real one. Help mm. people out. On a 319 from Hero Collector, we've got Superman and Wonder Woman plus collectibles hardcover. So it looks like we've got a hardcover here about them, probably like a history of, you know, reference book. And it says it comes with uh, two five-inch scale figurines of Superman and Wonder Woman. Cool. So it might be kind of a neat thing. Maybe something... I've kind of expect that stuff to be later in the year like closer to christmas, christmas you know yeah. and stuff but oh what's this what do i got here oh yeah on page 339 we've got a little bighorn graphic novel so sort of a story about the you know battle at little bighorn <laughs> oh. so i think we all know how that ends but yeah, it might be a cool story there <laughs> and uh, then we have a show zen number one which is about a uh, 12-year-old runaway girl who ends up joining the circus with the freak show, I guess. So that could be a fun book. Um, what else? I'm not told three. Okay. Oh, on page 351, we've got a new edition of uh, My Boyfriend is a Bear, <laughs> which is you know says here, coming soon to the big screen. I thought I had heard something about that. Apparently, wow. there's a movie deal for My Boyfriend is a Bear. And it doesn't say Netflix. It says the big screen. The so big unless screen, we're talking about yeah. my big screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that'll and, be in theaters somewhere. And maybe they are. So. Yeah. Uh, get it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on page 354, we've got Conan the Barbarian, the original unabridged adventure softcover. So this is a reprinting 
some of the original uh, Howard stories in here. So, kind of a nice collection of that. On page 360, going. we've got uh, Bill Sienkiewicz Revolution. So, sort of an art book of Bill Sienkiewicz's work. Uh, and there's a signed limited edition with a Joker cover. So, you can get the regular trade for 50 bucks, or you can get the signed limited edition for 350 I think I know which one I would be yeah. getting. Yeah. yeah. But again, that's just me. <laughs> Uh, on 374. 366 from Titan. Uh, we've got a new Snowpiercer story uh, based on the movie. I have not read any of the, the original comics for this, but the movie was really, really good. Yeah. So I'm uh, if you are interested in a more story in that universe. Or if you're just a train enthusiast. Or just, <laughs> just yeah, or just a train enthusiast. Um, then on 368, we've got uh, the second issue of Blade Runner uh, 2019, uh, that ongoing series. So there's three different covers uh, for that book as well. Are they each a different story in each cover? No. <laughs> different cuts of the story <laughs> throughout there? <laughs> no. Uh, 372, uh, for fans of The Expanse, the has an art and making of The Expanse uh, hardcover book. And that season four will start up on Amazon later this year. Uh, Three seventy four from Tomorrow's Publishing. We've got Jack Kirby's Dingbat Love trade paperback, <laughs> and so I think this is like some of the last uh, things Jack Kirby did that are have been unpublished. So uh, they're collecting them here, and I think it's some of the kind of crazier books he was probably trying to do at DC and stuff like that. Uh, under that, we've got Retro Fan Magazine number six, and it looks like they've got a feature on uh, Sven Gulli in there, the uh, horror host. And then for a back issue, it looks like they've got Superman fighting Titano on the cover, so probably some monkey shenanigans going mm-hmm. on in there. Is it, was it the back issue this month that's got the thing about Ditko, or is that uh, Alter Ego? I know Probably Alter Ego, because okay. I think the new back issue is talking about the Michael Keaton Batman movie, oh, okay. which I need to get that. Gotcha. It was last month that they did the Ditko okay. stuff. Okay. Yeah, the right. Ditko stuff, because there was like two different things about Ditko last month. Oh, that's month. right. It was in the last month's catalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last that's month's right. catalog. Okay, I'm thinking yeah. about this month, the one that was just released, issue of back issue, is yeah. what I'm thinking oh, of. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I knew I'd seen it. Yeah. Valiant's doing a couple of those uh, for the, the local comic shop bundles again. So there's a Dr. Mirage 1 through 5 pre-order bundle mm-hmm. edition on page 377 and on page 379 uh, also from Valiant there's a live wire issues 9 through 12 pre-order um, bundle edition available they have covers that are available only to your local comic shop yes and so, only in that bundle right? and only yeah. in that bundle yeah. yeah so if you don't pre-order the bundle you'll have to get them secondhand market yeah 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 Matt yeah <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we know you'll be looking for them yeah. if you don't get them pre-order here. On uh, page 434, you have anything before that? Nope. Scott? I'm actually through with this side. Okay, so, so sort of in the graffiti t-shirt, t-shirt section, we've got some new uh, Batman ones this month. We've got the... Oh, Greg, that's where I was too, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Greg Capullo's variant cover to Detective 1000, mm-hmm. which I think we still have, yep. Yep. And uh, we've got some other ones, and they look kind of cool, but they're so small in this catalog, it's hard to see them. Yeah. Maybe there's some better picture online or something. On a 435, we've got some new Flash shirts, and we have a Run, Barry, Run sort of take off of the classic Run DMC logo, so mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. 436 got a uh, 
kind of a cool Punisher uh, front pocket wallet. And then also, for all the Wonder Woman fans out there, you can get your cape, your tiara, and your bracelets. And your tiara and your bracelets will be uh, embossed, or embossed, I don't know, that's not the right word, but with rhinestones. Adorned, Adorned, there we go. Adorned with rhinestones. Adorned with rhinestones. So, yes. So, if you like your uh, tiaras sparkly and shiny, there you go. We know you do, Mike. Yes. So, we're flipping. Uh, Oh, no. One more thing on 438 on that side. So, they have the Ant-Man and Wasp shoulder accessories. They're little miniature. They look like they're about, I don't know, six inches tall. Ant-Man and Wasp that you can, like, carry on your shoulder like a a a parrot for a pirate. So, if you're cosplaying as Ant-Man, you can have Wasp on your shoulder and vice versa if you're cosplaying as the wasp you can have ant-man you on go. your shoulder so yeah. those were kind of cool i thought so now we're flipping flip flip and i have i have one thing on this side it's really on, yeah so it's okay. on page 132 all right well on page 20 we've got the dc movie classic uh vinnie mates and we've got a catwoman and batwoman two-pack which is sort of like the Batman Returns versions of those characters. Okay. So I thought that was kind of neat they were throwing in there. Uh, let's see. On page... If I can get to it. Okay, page 44. We've got a DC Cinematic Universe uh, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn statue. Uh, $80, so pretty affordable for a statue. Seven and a half inches tall. So that's kind of neat. Right after that, we've got the DC Heroes Superpowers Batgirl oh. maquette from Tweeterhead. Mm-hmm. So we usually get those yeah, in, we do. right? Yeah. So yeah. I think, do we still have the Wonder Woman one? Yeah, we still Is that got the one we've got. Wonder Woman. We still got a Joker over there. Yeah, okay. So we've got several of them still in so, the store. Yeah, pretty cool I got looking. A Martian Manhunter came in this week, but that was a pre order for somebody. So, yeah, so that's already gone. He's gone. On uh, page 48, we've got the Ghostbusters Slimer life size wall sculpture. Which is kind of neat, but it's a hundred, no, or it's a thousand one hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents. Nah, but not twelve hundred at least. But no. not twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah. Thank, don't break the bank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, opposite that, we've got the one twelve collective, one twelve collective Hellboy oh. twenty nineteen figure. Maybe should have come out of this before the movie. Yeah. Because I don't know how many of those are going to sell now. Because is that based on the movie? Yeah, that's yeah, the David yeah. Harbor yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, okay. I still haven't seen it. It might be fine, but it's not it's, getting the best press. No, it's not very good. Really? Oh, yeah. And now he's apparently been plugged to play Thing in a Fantastic Four movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. So sure. we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> on a, le- Lower on the page, we've got the Trick or Treat Sam Burst a Box. I guess they can't call him Jack in a Box or something, no. but uh, oh. Sam from the Trick or Treat movie from a few years ago. Uh, what else we got on oh on page 53 we've got the Masters of the Universe Vintage Collection He-Man in a Japanese box this was a uh, kind of prototype box that Mattel was going to use for Japan that they never made but kind of sketches of it and have come out and stuff like that so people kind of they kind of did that as a nod to that on uh, back on 52 we've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe Infinity Gauntlet Desk Monument which has this has this been in here before or is this new? Is um, this previous say, exclusive? Yeah. I might have saw it online or something first, yeah. maybe. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. But if you want a little infinity gauntlet on your desk, there you go. Uh, on fifty four we've got the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure five inch action figures. So they're supposed to be getting another movie, so I assume Allegedly. we're gonna start seeing some more Bill and Ted merchandise. 
uh, what else we got on 59 we've got the Star Wars uh, Black Series Luke Skywalker electronic helmet so this is sort of like his pilot helmet that you can get sort of keeping with the Darth Vader helmet they did previously on 63 we've got the Super Mario Brothers Magic 8-Ball which is like the question mark block from the games <laughs> so uh, that was kind of neat uh, in the Funko section we've got a Pop DC Heroes Red Death final figure which, if anything, translate well to the cartoony world of Pops. I would think it's the uh, Dark Knight Metal characters. Wow. Uh, and then we've got the Spider Marvel Spider-Man Far From Home vinyl figures, too. So, you know, that movie's coming. There's going to be a ton of Pops for that. You think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, on page 98, we've got the DC Comics Batman Hush artifact statue. Uh, so kind of a weird description here because they start talking about Jeff Loeb at first, which is fine because he wrote the story, but the statue is based on the art of Jim Lee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but again, uh, was it sixty eight dollars? So again, not a bad price for a statue. And again, the cartoons coming out soon and stuff like that. Uh, and again, we always you know keep hushing stock here at the store if you ever want to check it out and get caught up on that story. On 116, we've got uh, some old school Cartoon Network lapel pins. And there's a Dexter's Laboratory and a uh, Dial M for Monkey one, which those were fun <laughs> cartoons. On 119, we've got a Dragon Ball Z Premium Dragon Ball Collector's Lamp. So it's sort of a light up version of one of the Dragon Balls. Uh, what, oh, on 122, I just saw they did a bunch of Avengers Endgame stand-ups. You don't uh, see a lot of these anymore. No, it seems like back in the day they were all they were all over the place. Mm -hmm. You know, but you've got like life-size stand-ups of all the Avengers and Thanos here. Huh. And uh, You figure if they were going to do that, they would do like the characters in their regular costumes yeah. instead of those, those uniforms. I'm going to bet they've already made those yeah. or did them in the last movie for Infinity War or something so now they can sell you this too in the different outfits. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're all the same price. But I feel like you're kind of getting the short end of the stick with Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Paying the same price <laughs> as uh, Thanos. Uh, after, oh, on page 127, we've got the Rick and Morty slime and capsule. And so it looks like, uh, I'm not sure if it's like a, I think it's sort of like a blind box sort of thing. But it's a tube of slime that has an action figure in it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, give those to your kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. They won't make a mess. Never. On 129, we've got uh, some Star Trek enamel pins, and so we have some of the different old-school Star Trek insignias. So I thought that was kind of cool. I'm not sure how big they are, but it seems like if you're cosplaying, you know, that would be right up your alley. And then we have a Star Wars Dar Death Star circular cheese board and tools <laughs> set. So if you want to slice your fancy cheese on your on Death, Death Star, Star cutting board, there you go. Uh, we've got a couple more sort of graphic comic boxes. We've got a Superman 80, which is the Jim Lee's cover to Action Comics 1000 with sort of the cool Superman 80 uh, logo on the top of the lid there. And then a Marvel Comics one, which is uh, Brian Stelfreeze's Black Panther number one mm -hmm. cover. Uh, going on into in games. 132 uh, from Green Ronin Publishing. This is actually offered again, but... Expanse is one of my favorite TV shows, so when I get a chance to talk about it, I like to mention it. So they have an RPG book and a Game uh, Master's kit uh, for an Expanse RPG. 
on uh, 135, we've got a Monopoly Scooby-Doo game. <laughs> so I guess, because my thought was when I saw that, what are you buying up? Yeah. And so apparently it's the properties from the cartoon where it's probably like the old haunted amusement park and stuff uh, like that. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, on 137, we've got the Orville Hero Clicks two-player starter set. So I guess they're doing some Orville Hero Clicks. Yeah. I was surprised you didn't mention the Orville comic back yet. Well, we uh, talked we talked about it last yeah, time, but yeah, the second issue is in this catalog. If you want to check that out, and I don't think we have anything to say about the cards. Nope. So, so I think that'll be it for the catalog. Yeah, well, Blank Covers, Absolute Carnage 1, Marvel Comics 1000, which isn't really, Van Helsing versus <laughs> Dracula's Daughter, uh, number one, Watcher number one, not the Marvel Comics Watcher, a different Watcher, Superior AOC 1, uh, Detective 1000 is being relisted. Of course, if you want a Detective 1000 blank, there are some here yeah, sitting on the shelf. So you don't need to order one of those. Just come pick it up. Uh, Batman Superman 1, Unnatural 12, Casper's Ghostland number one, Lenore Volume Three number one, and Doctor Mirage number one. So that's it, huh? That's for, it. Um, so I guess that'll do it then for the uh, June 2019 previews. Our trip, monthly trip through that. And uh, if, again, if you hear heard us talk about anything, or if you want to come and pick up your own copy of the previews, we still have some on the shelf here. So if you want to come check it out and just look through it because we barely scratched the surface here of everything mm -hmm. that's in this book you know it's 500 pages every month yeah. you know of merchandise and stuff to read so come in and check it out and uh, we can help you out getting the stuff on order and if there is something you're interested in or want to do that come see us at the store we're here at 816 suite b uh east main street why did i about blank on that for a minute <laughs> 816 b east main street in carbondale here uh phone number 618-457-6011 uh so give us a call message us on facebook at our facebook page follow us on twitter um etc etc so uh, Scott Reed, bergcomics.com, B-U-R-G comics.com, this uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, June right. uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th. I will be set up down at the Metropolis Supercon, which is taking place during the Superman celebration. So if you happen to be in the Metropolis area, I will hopefully have this up prior to uh, <laughs> prior to uh, Friday. So you'll get at least get a chance to know that that's going on this weekend. And Dan Brown and I will be at Metropolis, too, just hanging out and buying stuff that I probably don't need. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's Detective651 on Twitter, Instagram, and DeviantArt, and here at the store most Saturdays. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. <laughs>